everybody. Welcome back to Hit Points. If you are really enjoying the podcast so far, we would really appreciate it if you left a rating or a review on the podcast platform that you're listening to our podcast on. This helps our discoverability and it helps more people talk about our show. And we love doing this for fun. We love talking with you guys and we just would really appreciate it. We also have a brand new Twitter we'd love for you to follow. It's at Hit Points Pod on Twitter. We're going to tweet out our episodes from that Twitter and other fun video game stuff. So give that a follow. And finally, we love talking to you guys and answering your emails. Uh, you can email us at refillyourhitpoints at gmail.com. And at the end of every episode, we read your emails and we talk about them. And you know what? Enough of that. Let's get ready to refill our hit points. Hey everybody, welcome back. One of your hosts, Emily Rose Jacobson here. Uh, it's so nice to be back. I know I was out yeah. last week, not feeling super great, but I'm so excited to be back, especially for this week's episode. And as joined by always, I am by my two... <laughs> we are joined by always <laughs> with our best friends. <laughs> I did a Yoda thing there. Yes. Joined always, I am, by my good co-hosts, uh, <laughs> Matt Acevedo and Naeem hello. Stewart. Hello, hello, hello. It's good to have you back. I yeah. mean, I'm excited to be back. I know Malika did great last week. It was I listened to I've listened to that episode and it's such a blast. Oh yeah, yeah. Malika was great. We had we, we need to bring her back on well, with you on, and also we need to bring her back on for rhythm games. I think it should be yes. so fun. If we oh, talk I'm about so rhythm excited games. to talk about rhythm games. That's my secret passion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we also have <laughs> a, a very another special guest this week. We have a very special guest joining us for our. Uh, Bioshock episode. Yeah. Tanea Rivers. Hey. Welcome. Thank you. We're Good so excited to, here. to have you here. Yeah, Good thanks for joining here. us. Yeah. yeah. Tanea uh, is actually on our Mass Effect uh, RPG podcast, Mass Effect Adventum, yes. which, you, which is a Patreon exclusive at Hyper RPGs. And you, we, this, is the, this is like yeah, this most is of the crew. Most of the crew. I mean, yeah, yeah. Sans, Sans Bert and yeah. uh, Evan. Evan. Yeah. Embroidering Mom 22. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I can mom. never remember that. <laughs> Evan has nope. that's the worst handle to find anybody. <laughs> it's, I don't think he wants to be found, so we should probably edit that out. I'm just kidding. Yes, no, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, you know, Tanea also gave me the name Hit Points to my Oh, it, so. that's right. Yeah. I remember yeah. hearing that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Thank you so he was much. Like, so what should I call this? I'm like, I really like Final Fantasy Hit Points. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a good name yeah. back when we did this we were just doing uh e3 stuff for hyper yeah yeah so that was mm. you it was we well, had an animated intro and everything <laughs> it was crazy yeah now we don't really use it anymore <laughs> but we oh. use, but, but we use the song use the song yeah, yeah if yeah. you if you uh if you want to know when you hear the theme song what that looks like just look up an episode on hyper <laughs> rpg you can see like my face do, 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 and like naive and it's put emily's face in there <laughs> and then that's just that's it emily's face yeah, <laughs> yeah. the getty image is like like yeah. watermark on it but today is a very, very special episode. Uh, we've been talking about doing this episode for a while now. We're finally doing it. Yep. Uh, we This is a Bioshock-centered episode. So instead of just talking about kind of a, a aspect of video games or a type of video games, we are talking about one video game in particular, 
Bioshock. Uh, I think we all have had uh, a big, Bioshock has had a big effect on us. So that is going to be today's episode. But before that, we have had some really interesting news come out this week, specifically today. Yeah, I'm today glad. Today was a big video game news day. Yeah, I'm real glad that we just, you know, that Hyper was using the equipment last night because we got some juicy stuff today. Mm-hmm. Obsidian released, uh, they tweeted out today on Nintendo's official Nintendo of America's uh, Twitter that they are bringing Outer Worlds to the Nintendo Switch on launch day. Wait, is did this they say launch day? I think it was. It's launch October twenty fifth. Yeah, yep, which is launch day. Which is crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So now, like, not only like you know, up until now, we've been getting you know tastes of Obsidian bringing their stuff to the Switch, but I never expected them to have something on launch. Especially their 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 newest and their biggest RPG. Like, this is huge. I think, too, it just kind of is another test. I mean, we're getting The Witcher 3, which is another very, very mm-hmm. big game on the Switch. So I think it's just another testament to the, just the power that the Switch has. But for me, like, now it's like I'm in the dilemma of what do I, what platform do I get this game on? Because I want to play it on my PS4. I want to have it saved on my PS4. I want to play it on my television. I know I can play it on my Switch on my television, but there's something about running around, especially loving being a big lover of Fallout New Vegas, just holding my console controller mm-hmm. not my switch controllers and yeah. and running around yeah and today mm-hmm. do you do you have a switch personally i know naive uh, does i don't know if no i basically just use his uh, i'm definitely more of a ps4 console so if, if you were to pick this game up you would definitely pick it up for the ps4 um witcher 3 absolutely and also obsidian yes yeah, absolutely. It's hard because I want to take it with me, but also I don't. I'm like, I also don't because I'm like, I really want to enjoy it, like in my yeah, house. Yeah, that's the thing because yeah. it's going to be downscaled most likely in terms of graphics. Yeah, wow. it's yeah, definitely sure. going to be a lot weaker. Um, yeah. I mean, the Switch already has a hard time processing with its processor. It, like, I, I was playing Fire Emblem. Oh, um, I hear my fan running all the <laughs> time with Fire Emblem, and I'm, it scares me because I'm like, that's a PC noise. Someone put the fire out. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, Wait, it's Fire Emblem is that intensive on Switch? On the, uh, when you have it docked because it's, it's – Oh, uh, mine was plant handheld. I think it's also too because I was like, why – then my Switch was like, why have you left me on for five hours straight? I don't, I don't think I've ever heard the fan on the Switch before. Ooh, it's it's pretty – it's one of those uh, like, oh, my fan's on. Wow. Compu- like that's kind of gaming <laughs> noises. Wow. Oh, when Witcher comes out, it's going to be you know, play like one hour tops. <laughs> yeah, and like I'm, I'm actually, I don't know. Like, there's obviously you're gonna take a big hit when it comes to you know graphics and everything like that, and load times and such. And but there's something really satisfying to me about having that with me, just taking it with me. Because for I, I am not one. I'm one who I, I understand where people might not like a game because of how it looks or how it's performing uh, in terms of like you know visually or a little longer loading screens, but that, to me, doesn't... I, I don't mind that as much. I'm the same mm. way, but I think for... I've been so excited about this game, and I remember I have such fond memories of playing New Vegas on the 360 that I very much like, okay, I want to enjoy this on my my big, big, my big, big console. I want to put <laughs> yeah. this on my PS4. I want to sit on my couch and have my PS4 controller in my hand, and then, oh, I finished work. Time to go home, and I get to look forward to playing Outer Worlds at my house rather than, like, oh, I can sit in my car and play Outer Worlds in the parking lot for an hour before I drive home. Yeah, yeah. but the worlds of the world that they show, they're showcasing for Outer Worlds, it looks really interesting, and I'm purposely not watching much of anything for this. Like, the first time I've watched it, well, I watched it a bit the first time when we did the E3 uh, mm-hmm. coverage uh, episode, but... This morning, I watched a new trailer a bit, and I, I had to stop halfway. I was like, all right, 
I need. I can't watch anymore. Really? Yeah, I'm yeah. the opposite. I'm like, ooh, give me, give me. What, what else I can expect from this? Yeah. I got. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You went to that at A3. We I did. Had, I uh, go to the press. I cried during the press conference. Yeah, we, me and I Emily wept. had to go to the press conference mm-hmm. for that, and we got to see like a mission. Or like the play. special. They oh, yeah, the special good. press room for it, and you got to see like a deep, like a 30 minute kind of. Here's a mission. Did you get the stealth mission? Oh, we did it stealth. We did it stealth. It the, yeah, the, the, the going the, into the factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah we chose the stealth because he was like, "Do you want to, guys? Do you want to do go in guns blazing or stealth?" And I'm like, "Stealth, <laughs> please! That's all I want to do. All I do is sneak in these games and not get detected." Give me that Metal no. Gear Solid. I'm wondering how this game will perform because it's coming off right after Borderlands. Borderlands mm. comes out September third. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Oh, Bor- Borderlands is August. Oh, I thought oh, it was it September. I thought I it was September too. Let me double check. Borderlands Three. Yeah, yeah. there's two big open world games, especially Borderlands Three. Is you were right. Successful. It is September thirteenth. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, dang, I don't have time to finish <laughs> Borderlands Two. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's how it was last year too. Last year we saw one of the biggest quarter threes and quarter fours we've seen in almost ten years. Yeah. It was, it was so many game releases one after the other. It was Fallout seventy six, Red Dead Redemption two, yeah. God of War earlier that year, Spider Man earlier that yeah. year. It was a it lot. It was. It was it was a it was a big release year and so yeah it's interesting that we have another very very packed uh, quarter three yeah. and kind of into quarter four. Oh, side note, really quick, a little little side note. Uh, she mentioned Spider Man. Spider Man is on sale right now for twenty dollars. Go get it. It's an amazing game. It's only twenty dollars. Is that it. what DLC or just base no, game? I, I think base game. Okay, but still, but still get it. Yeah, it's yeah. a great game. Well, yeah, I think confirm. I think another interesting thing that no one or I haven't seen anyone talk about yet is that as Obsidian is now kind of like, all right, this is our first big RPG. Mm. We're putting on the Switch. <laughs> Yeah. Does this mean that Fallout New Vegas will eventually be remastered and coming to the Switch? My dream, please. That's I all I want. So. I just want Fallout New Vegas. Just skip three and just go to Vegas. <laughs> New Vegas. Was so, I love New Vegas. Vegas. Is really good. I yeah, hear Vegas. that's the best one. It's, yeah, it yeah, has, well, because to yeah. me, it, it's, it's Obsidian. Like, I think that's why I love Obsidian in the Fallout games is because the worlds they create are so detailed and fun and you have these amazing characters. And like the, one of my favorite parts of new Vegas was the cult that's dedicated to Elvis because oh, they yeah. found they all, they found like they found all this Elvis impersonator gear. And essentially they were like, clearly he was a God. And so oh, it's all these that. Elvis dudes running around and it's so creative to me. It's like, what can we, how do we, how can we reimagine Vegas in a dystopian future? So that's why I'm really excited about the outer worlds. Cause it's essentially like, how do we how do we reimagine corporations and mm-hmm. the influence of industry in the outer limits of space? And right. it almost kind of has this early kind of like 1920s, 1910s mm-hmm. kind yeah. of like, yeah. uh, oh, look, it's Barbersol from Genomade or something. Like, <laughs> take it if you're not feeling super well, ladies. Like, it's a wine that will help you with your female problems. Like, that's the kind of, that's the kind of like... <laughs> vibe i'm getting a little bit from the outer world it's going to be super duper fun i'm i cannot wait do you guys think that for um this is a, a weird thing for me that i find when i play these open world games i i, I do actually prefer to play them on console because or on uh, a, a ps so, you know playstation or xbox because i like in this open world because there's so much to do i like the satisfaction of getting like a trophy or an achievement yes you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I yeah. feel yeah. like that's something in yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I'm like I'm like oh on the switch I'm not going to get that which it, I know it doesn't it's, it's it's such a lame 
ex- but it's gratifying. Oh, it's gratifying, yeah. Yeah. right? Releases those endorphins. It does. It's like I did something good today. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was productive. Babe, babe, look, I got a hundred G. hundred G on this achievement. I got the real good cowboy uh, <laughs> achievements on on Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. I did it. I'm definitely for uh, collecting all the trophies for games like that, as well as the if you get on a PC, you have to worry about the mod community. Well, not worry, but you got to consider the mod community that will be also into integrated within this game. You never know, dude. Yeah. 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 There are some crazy mods on. Of course. Someone just put uh, Woody as uh, as a skin for Sekiro. <laughs> I saw that. It's it's the weirdest thing I think I've ever I seen. Love that. I mean, that's just like the Thomas the Tank Engine skin yeah. for the yeah. dragon yeah. in Skyrim. Yeah. But uh, I'm super excited for the Outer Worlds. I really hope that they announce. They haven't announced any kind of collector's edition or pre-order bonus. Yeah. I really hope yeah. they do announce one. If not, at least an art book because I would love to. This is a kind of game that I really, really would love the art book for. Does oh it have a mascot? Yeah, mm. like. Does it have a mascot? The mascot when we went to the press junket was a plush, little plushy of a of a very of dangerous a, creature. Yeah, very dangerous oh, okay. creature. It's but very it was really cute. cute. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I gave it to Hyper to give away. I have oh. mine cause because I'm selfish. Because uh, I can't, I can't put stuff selfish. in my house anymore. <laughs> it's not totally fine. Because I cried during that press viewing, and uh, you just, yeah, you deserve that. I yeah. love it. I'm yeah. so excited. Well, while you know, I want to know really quick, what are you guys gonna get it on? Let's go down the line. Just say real quick what you're gonna. Buy, if you were to buy the game, which one were you gonna get it for? I'm gonna have to go PS4. Yeah, PS4. PC. I love mods. I think they're hilarious. Xbox. You have an Xbox? I have both a uh, Xbox One and a uh, PS4, and a uh, Switch. I have the trifecta. Dang. <laughs> and I got them all. Uh, you know respect. what? I got a really good deal on both my PS4 and my Xbox. The Switch is the only one I bought new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought a PS4 from someone who's going to buy a PS4. He's like, oh, I don't need my X or I don't need my Xbox. So I bought his Xbox with all of his games for like two hundred dollars. Oh. Whoa, that's that's awesome. And then I got the PS4 for Spider-Man from Keeson. Uh, what is Kiss over and? At old hyper in Seattle for a hundred bucks. Oh man, you got the Spider-Man one. I should pick. No, no, I I got it for Spider-Man. Oh, okay. But I only got it. I only paid like a hundred bucks. Dang, that's that's really good. Yeah, I remember because that was the day or weekend we played Red Dead first time. And that was the day that Zach was like, "You could have just got one from Hyper Man. I would have just given you one." I'm like, "No." (laughs) 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 Anyways, uh, so that's what we're gonna be playing it on, and um, uh, maybe I will get a PlayStation. But I've been playing the last few. Like Fallout on Xbox, so maybe this is nostalgia. I gotta get over mm. it. Yeah, I prefer PlayStation. I just love my PS4. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love PS4. Anyways, on to our next and with that segment. Uh, <laughs> speaking of consoles, on the Nintendo Switch, on an exclusive game on there, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, one of the new fighters has a debut today. Yeah, another surprise. I thought <laughs> I was like paying as soon as I saw the. Outer Worlds announcement. I was glued to Nintendo's Twitter because sometimes they do like informal directs by yeah. like just tweeting like mm-hmm. t- for like a half hour of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was another one that they tweeted right after the, the Outer Worlds stu- uh, thing, and they it, he released tonight. The dragon. Night. We didn't say who it was. It's a Dragon Quest fighter. Yeah, uh, known as the Dragon Quest. Uh, his name is Hero, but they they are named um, each. Each of the iterations of the Dragon Quest hero has the, their actual name in there. Like, Got uh, it. Dragon Quest A is named 8, you know, 11 is 11, and I forget the other two have real names. Hmm. <laughs> but they got released, and some pe- the fighting community is saying that he's overpowered. Cause yeah, he's they're already do, like, complaining about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm people, like, what? Yeah, he's, he's like, he can do everything. He can heal. He can hit you off screen. He can, like, <laughs> <laughs> he can, he's like, he's just really, really strong. And I don't know, man. Like, I feel like that was how Cloud was last game. Mm. You know, but we... Is he like Meta Knight? 
Like, I think he just knew. Okay. I think he just yeah, knew. I think that's the thing. I mean, the same thing with uh, Persona 5 lead. He was kind of, he was a little bit kind of OP in the beginning, too. I mm-hmm. remember a little bit after his first his first release. Or I think it's, I think it all, too, is just getting used to the hero. And once you're used to, like, their skill set and how they fight and how to kind of predict what their moves are and stuff, then you can start working against it. And then Nintendo will eventually debuff them. Yeah, they usually patch them, like, yeah. after a while. Usually uh, every, like, even Overwatch, when they usually uh, uh uh, give a character out or put a character out in the first maybe month or so, they would see how he plays, then they'll just nerf him. Yeah. And so the same thing will happen with the Smash Brothers character for sure. I haven't had a chance to play with him yet because uh, while, you know, that he literally got released tonight while we're doing this. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I, you know, it's interesting because, like, when Joker was released or even Piranha Plant, there wasn't anything, any complaints about him, you know? Mm-hmm. So they're saying that, like, it's, they're, I don't know, like, a lot, yeah, like, I don't, I don't really see the big deal, though. Is there any other characters? Banjo. Oh, yeah. Banjo-Kazooie's okay. yeah. coming. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's uh, Everyone's been waiting for that one, including me. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with Dragon Quest at all? Do you, Tanae, do you play? Uh, no, not at all. I've always wanted to get into them. My editor at Geek Girl Authority is a huge, huge fan of the games. Mm. Uh, but I have played Dragon Quest Builders, and that's been a really, really fun game. I mm. get the premise of Dragon Quest. It is that very kind of traditional JRPG. Mm-hmm. But um, I've only, yeah, like I've said, my my only intro to it has been Dragon Quest Builders, which is just essentially Dragon Quest beats Minecraft, or any kind of sandbox game. And it's a super-duper fun game. Dragon Quest Builders 2 actually just came out this past month. Yeah, And a did. lot of people are loving it. Uh, I hear it's, like, really, I don't know, like, compared to Minecraft, it feels a little more It has a story. Structured. There's yeah, yeah, it definitely is story. The structure, there's different enemies. They create different, like, it's a lot more, it definitely is a lot more narrative and story-based than mm. Minecraft, where it's like, you can go and create whatever you want. This one's like, okay, you definitely want to build up your town, build up some walls. Mm. You need to go get this stuff to make this improvement, and you have, like, citizens in your town. I think that's the big thing, too. You, you kind of recruit people to come like you find them and be like come I have a safe haven I'm building it uh there's no walls on it right now but we can build some together yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a bed I have a mat on the floor <laughs> I, I can make another one because I have the materials but um you recruit people and they all have kind of special requests from you like oh I would love it if we put a kitchen in the town. That way I can expand my cooking skills and even pay you back. So then it's like, okay, well, what's what's the core part? What are the things I need to build this kitchen? Great. Then you kind of you kind of venture off and come back, venture off, come back, kind of get incrementally getting farther and farther. Because uh, like similar to other sandbox games, the worst villains come out at night. Uh, the worst villains come out at night. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, the hardest baddies come <laughs> out at night. You don't see a bad guy in like you know, 7 in the morning. Well, it's just like I don't just feel like I'm ever gonna get like robbed at, the, at like. Whoa! Morning, you know? <laughs> Depends where you're at, but yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like in video games, it's it's dark, so like there's low visibility, and then yeah, the enemies just kind of tend to pop up, kind of like in Breath of the Wild, how yeah. like all those kind of suddenly the bats just appear. <laughs> but that's been a super fun game. I'd really be interested to try too sometime. I've got I've got too many games to play right now. But the dry, I really have been always been interested in delving into more of the Dragon Quest series. Oh, look, I'm a there big was a fan big of game. Came out next yeah, year. I, I, that's the only way I found out about Dragon Quest was Akira Toriyama yeah. made the original art style for it, and I was interested in the upcoming Dragon uh, Quest game coming out because I need a new. J- I want to play a new JRPG, mm-hmm. and now technically I know uh, Fire Emblem's out, so I got to pick between that and this. So I, I'll, I'll look into it more, but it, it does intrigue me, especially because of the art style being linked to Akira Toriyama. <coughs> Yeah, so. I feel that. And the, doesn't the new one come out like in September? I thought it comes out like it comes also, out soon. That also so is coming out very September. soon. Yeah. yeah, right. What? Wow. N- uh, is there? 
I know it's coming out either this uh, August or September. I think it's August, but this is Dragon Quest Eleven came out in July two thousand seventeen. There's yes. a there's a movie coming out. Really? There's a Dragon Quest movie? Yeah. Dude, that's gotta be sick. Alright. I'll check sick. that out. Is it live action or is it? Oh no, it's a style animation. Knowing? Okay. I don't think so. See, I think the Dragon Quest games are all standalone. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. definitely check it out because I, I love JRPGs. And a lot of them look like uh oh that's Android seventeen. <laughs> Oh. That was the game. Yeah, from, uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, I mean, that's about it for the news. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty yeah, I mean, I mean, it was a big, today was a big news day. Today, yeah, today it, yeah. was a big news Additionally, day. the Nintendo Switch Lite, which we've talked about, went on sale right, today. Right. So it's let us sexy. know if you, like, tweet at us, let us know, or email at us if you ended up uh, pre-ordering the Nintendo Switch Lite. Or if you did not, we'd be curious to hear. I don't think any of us here did. Uh, <laughs> really? I didn't do it. Yet. Oh, okay. GameStop okay. has. I, I told you I only do it at GameStop. Like, oh, you don't have to. Because I got a hundred dollar gift card to GameStop. To, you don't have to do it. You can just wait for you know the pro. I, I'm gonna wait for the pro. Okay. Oh yeah, the pro. Yeah, that comes with more space, right? We well, don't know. Well, you know, right now if you buy if you buy a Nintendo Switch right now, mm-hmm. like a brand new regular Nintendo Switch, technically it's uh, a more improved Switch already. Right. Okay. Like the battery life is is already longer than the Nintendo Switch Lite. Uh, and the processor is a lot better. Okay. So that's just like the standard now. So we got, you know, we got excited, and I I would still buy a Switch. <laughs> like I'm still <laughs> pr- happy with my my choice, you know. Uh. But uh, but guys, let's uh let's talk about what we've been playing this week. Okay. Oh man, it's Fire Emblem. <laughs> it's it's only Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah. Twenty four. I had to restart my game. Because I was I was I was pretty I was a good amount in I was like another month I was about a month and a half in and I realized I was not leveling up my kids correctly I was oh, not me. leveling up my students correctly um, there is different there's better ways to level them up I didn't know that if you just select one skill it will multiply it by one point five and then I didn't understand that you could keep repeating battles to level them up so all oh. the other classes were at level five plus I let my main character do a lot of the killing on the battlefield which is bad you have to let everyone kill so they all level up that was where I messed up I only let me fight and so I was level 11 and all of my kids were level three and the other houses were level five and I was like okay we were restarting so you lost in the the, I didn't lose. I just was looking at the other stats, and I was like, like oh, oh. "Yikes!" Because it was after the first kind of bandit mission. I was looking at the. I was recruiting other characters to come assist me for the next month, yeah. kind of like testing the waters. You want to come join the Golden Deer? Please do. Um, and yeah, they were all level five, and I was like, "Why do I have so many level three people?" Oh, <laughs> cl- I'm so close. I'm so close to getting deep into the game. I haven't been able to play it. Every time I'm trying to play this game, something happens in real life, and I'm like, "No." <laughs> Stop it! Yeah, you'll be able to play it soon. Like I went, uh, I mean, what happened? I went and saw my family this weekend, which, which is like that was <laughs> that was cool, but it's also like. But I want to play f- this. Like, this game. game just came out, and I just want to play this game. And every time I try to start it, you know, Fire Emblem's got a lot of cutscenes and a lot of dialogue. So every time I try to start, someone come in with a problem. I'm like, oh, what are you upset about now, little brother? You know, uh, <laughs> uh, but, and it was nothing. He wasn't upset about anything. He just, he just he, misses you, Matt. No, he knew I was playing Fire Emblem. Oh, okay. He's, He's like, like, I that. know you're playing that game. You're not paying. That attention you got to pay attention. <laughs> to. Oh, no. It's got all the good storylines. 
Okay, so who is your favorite character so far? I, I don't even, I can't even tell you. Like, I just scratched, I just picked my house, and I just saw the thing. I was like, you can bake a calendar. And then I got to choose to go fishing. I went to go wow, fishing. Wow, you are super early in the game. I literally, guys, even, and then, and then I was so tired from Arizona because I went to Arizona this weekend. On my flight, I was like, I'm finally going to get, like, an hour and then I <laughs> fell asleep <laughs> because I was just fried from the sun and 112 degree weather. And I'm like, no. Uh, and then I tried to play last night, but then like, 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 you know, Katie was upset. I had to like take care of her. And I was like, no, uh, um, but she's good. Um, but I'm excited for Gen Con because I have four hours by myself on a plane playing Fire Emblem. How, how, do, how much do you want to bet you don't fall asleep on that plane? <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish you could see us. It's, it's a good response. Nah. I'll tell you who the best character is. It's Raphael. Oh, he's, he's a food guy. He's he's this right? big, he's your big buff, beautiful yeah. boy. Ooh. This big buff, beautiful I son. I gotta play this game. Who yeah. is so sweet this and happy. Important. His parents died, tragically, but oh. he is so he's Batman. Does he so open joyful. up to you? Do you tell, does he no. open up to you about you that? Th you get told that. You get told that if you are... Did you talk to the different house leaders when you were picking your house and they told you about each of the people in their house? It's yeah, in, it's in I his. That. It's in. His, <laughs> wait, house lead, is this that. like Harry Potter I where you pick a house? Dude, yes, it is. Oh, yeah, cool. it's really I fun. probably missed that because my little brother was like, "Pay attention to me." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> well, it gives you it gives you a quick little backstory about each, and yeah, you get told that. Uh, oh yeah, he came from a very tragic. Even though he's like the happiest person in the room, he has the most tragic past. <laughs> Both of his parents died yeah. when shit. he was young. I want to He is just him. the most pa positive. Awesome is he your person. husbando? No, it's gonna be the, that's Cla uh, Claude. Claude, leader of the of old deer. Oh, like he's a babe. He's a babe. Yeah, even I'm like, wow, he's a babe. You know? <laughs> he's a good-looking dude. Now, I, I don't know much about this game because I haven't bought it yet. But mm -hmm. what? It, for generally, what? Yes. Can you explain how this oh, game works? Oh, dude. So, <laughs> it sounds like Harry Potter Animal Crossing. It's a, it's a tactical JRPG slash dating sim. So basically, there's two parts of the okay, game. So there's Daddy, <laughs> Harry Potter, yeah. Animal Crossing. It's okay. a beautiful, the beautiful fusion of all those <laughs> games. So essentially, there's two big parts of the game. There's the past, which is uh, where you are a teacher at a at a Hogwarts. Uh, at essentially Hogwarts. <laughs> And you essentially will align your, you will get to align, you get to pick which house you represent, which is who you are aligning yourself with. And each house has a set number of people assigned to it. So there's three houses. There's the blue lions. There's the red eagle or the black eagles. Mm -hmm. no, they're red. Uh, and there's the golden deer. Mm -hmm. So uh, you pick your house. You kind of figure out, okay, who do I like and who's in each house? Which leader do I like? Who's uh, And if you really want to go deep, whose beliefs do I kind of resonate with? Mm -hmm. Golden deer are actually uh, an alliance of nobles. It's not like one noble ruling over everyone. It's an alliance, which is really cool. Uh, and so during that part of the game, you, you teach. You can talk to your students on the grounds. You pick what their training is. So essentially, you get to tell each character, great. I want you to be my archer. I want you to be my tank. I want mm. you to be my healer. So you kind of cultivate them, but you kind of have to know what their strengths are, what their passions are, how to support them. And so then I, what I believe from writing my summer, my very tight summary of it for Geek Girl a month ago is that the second part of the game, essentially a civil war breaks out. Yes. And oh. you, and essentially like depending on how well you trained your students in the first part of the game will result how well they perform and how well you're able to fight in these huge, huge battles in the second part of the game. Okay. So it's a lot in the battle system is all very tactical strategies. So like, yeah, moving up a map. Okay. Who do I want to put my archer about this guy? And then yeah, percent percentage uh, hit rates and whatnot. And you get to see, yeah, it's a, it's a really fun awesome. traditional, Fire Emblem. You you have a choice in this game to do classic mode or um, 
was a classic or like new mode. I forgot the new mode name, but um, in the new mode, you when you in the classic tr- uh, Fire Emblem, when your character dies in battle, they're dead. Yeah. Oh. Forever. So you can kill your kids. So like the kids <laughs> will probably. Die. Oh, my kids so yeah. Die. So so you could but 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 in the in the There's new no mode Phoenix you can down. like you can like just restart your battle like you without any consequence. You know what I mean? You can just like pick up where you or left off. Or you can off. choose the one, the mode. Yeah, that's basically like hey, these kids. You essentially your kids will not be killed, but like knocked out in battle. Yeah, wow. exactly. Exactly. So you, so won't, you can still progress. It won't be you die in the game. You die in the real life. Right. <laughs> um, but um, if you do play classic, there is a feature that they like tied into the story where you can like slightly rewind time mm-hmm. like once or twice Ooh. per battle. So if you made like a wrong choice, um, like if you, or sometimes when you play tactical RPGs and you're deep into this and you, maybe you accidentally click, click like okay on like a square that you didn't mean to move someone, you can now rewind once or twice per battle to like, mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Um, and it actually lets you go pretty mm-hmm. far back. Yeah. Cause I had moved, I had moved one of my weak boys uh, to an unfortunate spot and he had been knocked out of battle, but I was like, no, I need him to stay in battle mm-hmm. so he can level up yeah. and not die. Uh, so I, I went back a, a quite a number of, Peep of quite a number of players to get to him and they let me do it which was really really nice and yeah you can also recruit other characters from other houses so um so they betray something like that uh kind of it's like it's like if they're picking up what you're putting down essentially if they're like Uh. ah i see that you are becoming really experienced in in writing and and (laughs) i don't want to be on the dying team so (laughs) i kind of yeah i'm digging you because essentially like whoever you don't recruit you have to fight in the end so whichever, oh. so if you if you just stick to your one house, you are fighting like twenty four people, and so the thing is, yeah, if you want to keep recruiting, plus there's just certain characters that I really like who are in other houses. That right, I, I really like my house, but mm-hmm. I'm also like, oh, I really like the character that Abby voices. I'm sorry I didn't align with your house, Abby, <laughs> but I do want your character <laughs> on my team. <laughs> she'll go, yeah, yeah she'll she's a good little mage, uh, and so yeah, and there's and you can romance. <laughs> <laughs> she is her character is like this really studious. Mage, it's really fun. There, she and she and her. It's friend. a deep game, dude. It's, it's really a, good. If you're looking for a good, sounds like tactics, like Final Fantasy tactics to me a little bit too, which I really loved. Yeah, I, I yeah, I guess it, it kind of. I think it kind of like that. Mm. Mm. But With like the, the squares. Yeah, yeah exactly. Squares. Like, it's like yeah. advance wars and stuff like that. It is so much fun though, because like uh, the characters are really I great. Love the, role the, aspect. the voice acting is incredible in this game. Oh, there's voice. Yeah. Oh yeah, I thought it was gonna be like no, yeah, subtitle. no, both. it's it's both. Oh, so it's really really good. And the cutscenes, like the animation of like the the all the cinematic scenes are so cool because it's gorgeous. like it looks anime, but it's like it's like 3D. You know? It's like CG. It's kind of almost yeah. it's almost as if that Paperman style where it's the layered 2D over. CG oh, that cool. okay. a little bit it's not as sketchy but there is this kind of yeah there is this this uh, uniquely kind of stylized animation to this game it yeah. is a blast I'm having so much fun I'm just like Matt uh, I've been so busy it. with work and prepping for Gen Con <laughs> that my flight tomorrow for four hours is non-stop Fire Emblem and probably staying up late at Gen Con once I'm finished playing board games gonna take a long time to get back to my hotel because we're at a very far hotel. Dude, part of me is like, do I just use Gen Con as an excuse to stay in my hotel room and play Fire Emblem? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, I just can't, I just want, I can't wait for, to play it more and to get into it. I just, I'm just so excited to play this gosh darn game. So what are you guys playing this week? Sorry for our, our oh. miniature Fire Emblem rant. <laughs> uh, I've, I haven't really been playing much because uh, I'm preparing for Gen Con and stuff, but I've 
the, the little time I've been playing is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, still Ooh, grinding yeah. with that game. I haven't gone far, too far in it, but I don't know how far I am from the end. I'm just taking my time just enjoying it. It's so. a long game. Did you oh. get to the part where they introduced uh, Daredevil? Yes. His introduction scene yes, made me laugh well, uh, out loud. <laughs> well, because first it's like, it's a shot on his feet as he's walking. And then a shot <laughs> of his little D on his chest. And then it's a shot of his face. And all of a sudden you see these spikes come out of the wall. And he does they this beautiful, flip he, he does like, like this beautiful like slow motion flip. And he does like this twist and lands. And I was like, you are the most, I was like, this is the most extra thing I've ever seen from you, Daredevil. My gosh. Like Iron Fist doesn't even have that kind of introduction. Like Daredevil was like, Mm. <laughs> this is daredevil <laughs> yeah it's pretty extra i think i found my team did you oh yeah mine's all ladies it's yeah. non-stop it's uh right now my team is captain marvel nice crystal miss nice. marvel and spider gwen it's nice. a pretty nice. i like my I team i think you tweeted that right yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was like that. tell me your teams <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think i have a team yet i'm still trying to figure out i know wolverine and is kind of a go-to for me as well as spider-man mm-hmm. uh, i do alternate spider-man with uh uh, Miles Morales. Oh yeah, um, cool. I love. But, I like uh, Miles more than Peter Parker. I'm starting to light him more. The game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because uh, his powers are pretty sick. Did you see the glitch? No. Yeah. Wait, is that the one you showed Zach? There's That's a glitch. What Zach showed me. Yeah, cool. Zach has. Oh. Zach was huh. playing the other day with a team of four Wolverines. Yeah. And just was defeating the time trials like. Well, I That's awesome. I'm gonna tell you right now. If you I want to do this, this, it's a fast way to level up your 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 characters because uh-huh. you're fighting. You're quadrupling or tripling the XP you're gaining because you're fighting with all three. Yeah. And if there's a new, if there's a patch, it's probably going to fix it. Look it up. It's very specific how you do it. It has to do with infinity trials. Um, and, ah. you, and like characters like laying one die and you reselect some. It's, it's very, it's something along those lines and I'm, I can't explain it well, but just look it up. You'll find it. If you don't want to do, I don't recommend doing the patch if there is an update because it's probably going <laughs> to kick that out. I probably already patched it then as well. What about you? Uh, I've been playing Bioshock Infinite for the first time. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I recently beat Bioshock 1 for the first time, and then someone was like, just skip Bioshock 2, go to Bioshock Infinite first, Mm. and then do 2 later. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'll do this, and uh, so far I love it. It's it's entirely different from the first game. Yeah, very Uh, different. But to segue, because we're also going to talk about Bioshock. Wow. My two favorite characters are in Bioshock Infinite. It's it's a heavy game. It's a heavy game. Uh, now and I see why so many people call it their favorite narrative game because it's just the story is some of the best writing I've ever experienced in a game. I think especially, too, I was thinking about this while preparing for tonight. There's games like The Last of Us where the narrative, you are, it's like it's between Joel and Ellie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one... It is such an immersive first-person mm-hmm. perspective and a first-person experience. You, there's a reason why Jack doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. It's because it's you, mm-hmm. and the whole entire plot is happening to you, and you don't even know it. And I think that's why this game is just uh, – it's yeah. the, takes a cake in Everything my Everything is deliberate. Game. Yes, and just, yeah, the narrative of this game, I was thinking about it earlier. Uh, with The Last of Us, you have kind of Joel and Ellie. It's Joel and Ellie's story. You're always playing as Joel. But with Bioshock, 
it is so first person immersive that the story is happening to you. Jack doesn't talk. So you, it's not, it's not you playing as Jack. It's you in the world. Mm-hmm. And then the story is happening to you and the twist at the end is so gosh darn oh, good. Dude. It was there the whole darn time. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'm just going to say we're probably going to talk about spoilers for this game. We yeah. have to. It's been out long enough. It's been out since two that. It's been out yeah. for over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spo- yeah, we're talking about spoilers of this game. If you haven't played this game, highly recommend it. I also highly recommend revisiting this game, especially the collector's edition. They've really made it look really, really good. And especially if you like this game, there's a bunch of fun stuff that's all behind the scenes that you can watch and whatnot. Yeah, yeah director's commentary. That's the it. version I have for the PS4. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. really fun to do. I, I, I didn't even think of that. Yes. Yeah, it, they're really super long, too. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so you are the most recent Bioshock player. This is your first time. <laughs> yes. First time, yeah. What, what were your thoughts going into this game? Yeah, before you started, like, what, what were your first emotions? What were your first um, what do you think about it? Oh, man. So, okay. First going into it, uh, I took it as this was going to be a narrative horror mm-hmm. period piece. Um, but already I was just like thrusted. I, I think it's actually good that you said this game just happens to you because I really did feel like I was just thrusted into this world immediately from the title sequence of you land and you crash your freaking plane into the water mm-hmm. and that's the title sequence and it's like all right I guess we're going into it let's mm-hmm. let's just do it like there's no like sort of build up it's just you're there and you find yourself uh in this underwater experience and it's totally just like I have no idea what is going on for like at least the f- like 70% of the game I haven't I really don't really know what's going on and everything is deliberate to Mm -hmm. keep me from knowing what's going on it's so good and I think this game does really well is uh the use of audio logs to kind of paint the story because essentially yeah you're coming into Mm. this dystopian Mm. you're coming into the city that's already fallen and that's why I love the audio logs from Bioshock so much is that it's not just from the main characters. It's also from these other characters Mm -hmm. that you don't even get to interact with, but you get to learn their stories. Like one of the first audio logs you get is from this, I believe it's just like either this female socialite Mm -hmm. or this debutante uh, or this reporter. I think she's actually socialite because she gets attacked at the, the New Year's Eve the New Year's Eve uh, ball oh, or party. Yeah. And then you find more of her audio logs in Dr. Steinman's lab because she goes there yeah. to get surgery yeah. to fix her and face. to the boss fight. And it's yeah. so good because <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's so, it's, you don't have to, you don't have to see every character to know what this world is. They paint the, they flesh yeah. out this world. Just you with, piece it together like you, a puzzle. It is. Yeah. And that's, and it's so cool and it's creepy, but it's not like, I'm not a big horror game person. I know why I can see why there's are some jump scares in this game. I've played this game, I think nine times, nine to 11 times now. So I know when they happen, but mm. it's much more like situational horror. It's much yeah. more yeah. like eerie. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't feel like Unsettling. a traditional horror yeah. game to me. And I think that's why I like it. Plus it, yeah, it's period. Mm-hmm. As a kid, it scared the crap out of me. I like seeing the trailers. And I was like, I don't know if I want to play that. I didn't, I didn't play it until my roommate started playing it in college. I did not play not it. I kid. I was like, I was young. How old were you? I was in high school. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought it came in 2008, right? 2007. Oh, oh. I was a, I was a, wow. I, was a I was a good old sophomore. Wow. Oh, I, <laughs> no, actually, same Am though. Am I old? <laughs> no, actually, same though. Um, I had I had been a PC gamer for a long time. I had started getting into consoles in high school. I was so busy though with high school activities that college is when I really started getting into yeah. gaming a lot more. 
and I saw a gif of Bioshock on <laughs> Tumblr. So I was a big Tumblr person in college. I tumbled all the time. Yeah, we would, my friends and I would have sleepovers where we would all be on our laptops or iPads just tumbling around each other. My, it was great. My Tumblr and wife on Tumblr. Really? Yeah, what? That's a cool I, thing. I never yeah. heard I told that. You should tell Tumblr that. They'll probably like, highlight you guys. <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's your wedding. Uh, but so, yeah, I saw a gif of it, and I was like, I want to play this game. One of my friends in my freshman dorm said, I had this I have What this was game. the gif? Uh, it was actually the ending of the game. It was the oh. it was the hands. No, no, it was the hands. Oh, the it was all the different. Oh, it was okay. it was this beautiful because it had the text, and it was all the different hands holding Jack. It was all the little sisters grown up holding Jack's hand. Right. And I was like, Oh, yeah. What is this? Because mm. I saw the tattoos and I was like, okay, that looks familiar. What is this game? Bioshock. Like, okay, what's this about? Uh, and I looked up other tags. I looked up other gifts of it. I was like, ooh, this looks cool. So I asked my friend and he said, yeah, I have it. So I went, I actually played it in my friend's dorm because I didn't have, I didn't bring my console with me. So he was very, very thankful for my friends, Alex, Robert, and Derek, who let me just come into their dorm room for about three hours a day to, to play. play Bioshock just so I could beat it. And Bioshock 2, just so I could beat it. They were very, very kind. Uh, and I fell in love with this game so hard and so fast. It just, like, it really just, I, I loved games, but then it was with Bioshock where I really started to fall in love with video games and really get to see video games as narrative storytelling mm -hmm. devices that were not just like, pick up, run, 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 and shoot, or go do these quests. And I feel like Bioshock run. was part of this generation of gaming that was so, not just story-driven, but, like, that really, like, shocked me. It, yeah. You know I mean, like, it, like I remember. You were Bioshocked. I, whoa, <laughs> my bio was shocked. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but, but, like, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, when I think of that era, it was like, that there was Bioshock. There was, uh, I think, of Assassin's Creed. Assassin's like, Creed. Mm -hmm. There was Mass Effect. Ma there was Gears of Mass War. Effect, there was Halo. Yeah. There was, was a that, big, that, big that renaissance. That three years, 2007, 2008, 2009, was huge. Yeah. yeah. Gaming. Skyrim. Absolutely. Oh, no, Skyrim. Uh, Oblivion? Oblivion, yeah. Oblivion, yeah. yeah. was the one that came out. It's just, it was this, this, this I don't know, this call of, like, I feel like that it was, like I said, it was a renaissance. Yeah. Like, this is what the standard for gaming should be. It's yeah. not just, it's not just a. It's not just running gun. It's not just running gun. It's, yeah. There is deep, like, thought-provoking material mm -hmm. in, in these games that like things that you would find in a movie or a TV show yeah. or in a book or in a book like ex yeah. yeah yeah man like I found myself going on reddit and just looking up threads and threads of people talking about the political mm. uh, the politics Gosh. in this game because I was just like there's so much you're saying here with like eugenics in the game mm -hmm. and building a utopia. Oh, it's yeah, just all like Anne Rand stuff. Man, yeah, Atlas shrugged. Yeah, I was like, yeah. this is saying so much, and it's the game was scary to me. Uh, probably if I played it when I was younger, it probably wouldn't have affected me as much as it affects me now, just because what's going on politically now. Mm -hmm. Like that's what scares me. I'm yeah. like, this is not too far fetched of what could yeah. possibly happen if we delve into eugenics and stuff like well, that. Well, it has, yeah, it has a big Orwellian kind of this postmodern dystopian feel yeah. to it, like uh, Brave New World, 1984, right. Fahrenheit 451, these kind of post-World War II dystopian novels that come out. Bioshock, of course, is set, it's built around like the 30s and 40s, and then you right. come in during 1959. Or right. 19, no, you come in 1961. The, the New Year's Eve, I think, was 1959. Was the around the time when yeah. the atom, the first atom bomb... And it's, it, uh, yeah. Hiroshima, and Nagasaki. Nagasaki. Yeah. 
So, yeah, and, like, there's all this, it's these dystopian novels that, yeah, now are kind of, yeah, everyone's talking about Big Brother now with 1984. Yeah. And now there's these dystopian elements from this game, these postmodern elements that are, are popping up in our society and our culture now, which is just, like, terrifying. 1958 New Year's Eve riots. I have the new, I have that poster that they post all over, that's mm-hmm. plastered all over Rapture. That is the mask, and it says, New Year's Eve, 1958. <laughs> I have that in my house. I need to that's I awesome. have it framed. I need to put it up. I love it. I think this game was the first game that interested me so much with the story that I had to uh, buy the actual book to find out the oh. more relationship between Andrew Ryan and uh, Fontaine. Nice. And it was so really awesome just to go more into depth of how that relationship came to light in the actual game. And I, if you haven't read it yet, you should definitely. I think we talked about you it. You gave it to episode. me to read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we talked <laughs> about it. We talked about it in our book episode. Right. Definitely. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I, what, what's it called? It's, just, uh, it's called Rapture. I think. Rapture. Yeah. Yeah. Bioshock Rapture. That's it. Oh my gosh! I'll check it's, it out. It's really good. It's a good read. It's not. It's not long at all. It's. It's really good. Uh, it talks about from how the, uh, Andrew Ryan came to power, how he built what he did to build uh, build um, Rapture, how it got corrupted, mm-hmm. and then it, it. I think it's at the end point. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil it. Man chooses a slave. That was the first gif I saw, and I was like, I gotta play really? this game. I so I memorized that entire monologue, and I did it for an audition once. What's What's interesting oh, about that's that? What? That's awesome. I love I love that monologue, and I love the intro monologue. I am Andrew Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's interesting and I about that? Uh, you know, he the, was modeled after Walt Disney. Yeah, it says yeah. It's right here. It says mm. Walt Disney. Interesting. And, uh, Rockefeller. Yeah. Who was anti-Semitic, and uh, so was Hitler, obviously, who he's also based off of. <laughs> Interesting. The, the saying you said, uh, a slave... What, say a it again. man chooses, man. a slave obeys. And that's, that's played right at the beginning of the game, and then when you meet Andrew Ryan, and he <laughs> says it multiple times until mm-hmm. you beat him to death, With a man... Club. Yeah, yeah. A man chooses... Uh, a, a slave, slave obeys. obeys, and he keeps saying over and over. It's, it's such brilliant uh, writing. Oh, with that so game. creepy! Oh man, and it's just yeah, it's the whole the whole game's premise is just it's this beautiful story about the power of choice. Mm-hmm. Do we have free will? What yeah. is free will? Which is like oh, like like I said, these are themes that you really explore back in like books you would read required reading these old kind of classic novels you read in college and high school yet it is made into a video game and it's much more experienceable and yeah a man chooses a slave obeys it refers to yeah what is free choice do we even have free choice or are we just yeah what is free choice to us Mm -hmm. yeah i love it brilliant brilliant taking interactive and yeah, you never had a choice With in that, that entire game. <laughs> right? You and never I'm like, had a choice because uh, would you kindly? Right uh, at the beginning. <laughs> right at the like, beginning. Dang. I, I, I think I tweeted about this like a while ago, but I said I really want my whoever proposes to me, I really want my proposal to have would you kindly <laughs> in have you the proposal. I have not. I really want to get him to play. I have not talked about him with it because I think uh, as Adam is a huge, like, he loves film. Mm-hmm. He loves stories. I think he'd love it because I'm a film buff. He really love yeah. Yeah. Bioshock. I really want to get, I really want to introduce him to Bioshock because I think he would He would really dig it. He'd be a lot better at it too than Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> he was real bad at that. <laughs> no, Look, he's Crash Bandicoot is hard, okay? <laughs> it's a hard game. <laughs> It's hard. I'll never forget that tweet of him. It's good night. I remember that. Like four hours later, <laughs> he tweets, like, screw this game. And it's the same picture of the same spot he was in. Hilarious. <laughs> but I think this game is uh, like right up Adam's alley, dude. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. It's a very cinematic game. <laughs> I think that's what I, I, I adore this game. This, yeah, just, I think, hands down, this is my favorite game. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 came very, is a very, very close second, yeah, but yeah, this will forever game. be my favorite game. Uh, of all time yeah there's so much even when I replay it even after all these times I'm still discovering stuff to talk about I think this was actually my first article I wrote uh oh wow called uh it was my kind of test article I wrote for Geek Girl Authority uh it's based off of a review series I eventually want to do for myself on YouTube called The Good the Bad and the Frankly uh (laughs) Frankly Emily I love that I, I broke down Bioshock I said what's good what's bad and like what's overall like what frankly what what is this game about and it's just like I can talk about this game for for hours I could talk about this game but I think yeah for me it's a perfect blending of story I think it's a perfect blending of atmosphere. The mm-hmm. atmosphere, the art design is yeah. incredible. It's immersive. And then speaking of soundtrack from last week, the soundtrack in this game is a beautiful mix of orchestral and mm-hmm. also yeah. these kind of haunting melodies from the the, the 40s into yeah. the 50s that match the game so well. And it, it, what I, the little subtleties of it, whenever the music plays, you can hear the scratching, the wreckage scratching. Yes. Yeah. I think that's like just... It's not clean. And I think too, like there's, there you, there's these songs that really kind of match whatever whatever area you're in there's mm-hmm. a certain soundtrack for that area and i mean just the iconic uh when you're going into rapture the violins that go like the it is such an iconic theme yeah. uh that's just this beautiful like it's kind of yeah it it's such a moving theme because there's this there's this kind of antsiness you hear the yeah. horror in the strings but there's also this very somber kind of Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like what is lost here. Yeah, uh, melodies to it. Now, uh, today you asked me this question. Uh, like <laughs> and I'm, gonna uh, yeah. ask, I'm, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna piggyback it off of you, and I'm gonna ask both you, uh, Emily and Matt, mm-hmm. who did you think was more evil between Andrew Ryan and Fontaine? Yeah. We got into a long debate about this. <laughs> more evil. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. I think. I it's think. I think. Where Andrew Ryan. I don't think Andrew Ryan is inherently evil. I think yeah. Andrew Ryan has good intentions. That, that's what I said. Yeah, I think yeah, he has good intentions. Too. I think he is kind of, though he is kind of this very much like, ooh, I'm the best. Like, he, his his dream of this utopia is also, too, a utopian utopia for the, the upper class. It doesn't really factor in a lower class into it. So that's where you get this discrepancy in the rapture between the lower class and the upper class. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the model of him. That I, I, I didn't remember him looking like that. I was like, no, oh, that's, yeah. that's the model you see that gets exploded. Right. Okay. For, some reason, <laughs> for some reason, that's him on the, even though it should be. Oh, yeah. It's, it's him be, on the ground well, it's, it instead should, of the big version be, of him. His big yeah. blue, when he's morphed. Uh, Mr. Man, yeah. well, you Dr. Manhattan him. form. <laughs> you chase him at some point. through. I forget. It was towards any game. It's the port yeah it's the it's the during the fisherman wharf you find him and he's like i'm gonna go save moira and my boy (laughs) and you're like oh (laughs) i think i think frank fontaine is a lot more evil because i think he he is solely in it for himself even though it says atlas is for the people it is all a game to him yeah it's Mm -hmm. all a manipulation to get what he wants ultimately he wants control of rapture and Mm -hmm. to think about it like he made you this Three-year-old, essentially adult man who was a baby taken from the womb of a woman mm-hmm. who is then genetically modified to, like, age up and then triggered to follow a psychological phrase, would you kindly? I think Fontaine is a very, very evil... I'm pretty evil, sure. I'm also, I was looking at that. Like, like that, that guy is super evil. And he's okay. <laughs> and, I, yeah, and I feel like uh, where there are moments with... Uh, there are moments you hear in the, the audio tracks with... with um, 
Andrew Ryan where he's not the most he's not the best person you start to actually hear him really I think he starts to lose it and he starts Mm -hmm. to as he realizes he's losing control he just kind of loses control himself and ultimately he I think he has you kill him because he's like this is the end like well that was another form of his control he did it because he knew he can control you with the phrase I think too I think he's like he's like great I'm gonna have you kill me like I'm not gonna this is gonna I choose the way I die and it's because it's gonna be you killing me I think yeah and I think um yeah it's hard it's tricky because both (laughs) are these kind of these 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 characters who are bad in their own respective ways but I think because yeah just because Frank Fontaine is solely in it for himself. Yeah. He's more of like chaotic evil. Mm-hmm. And I think. Oh, I'm very interested. In, oh, also, I'm going <laughs> to ask you this question again. Once you finish Infinite and Burial at Sea, the DLC that ties. Infinite, oh, for sure. Once you once you play that okay. DLC that ties Infinite to Bioshock, to play you play it. that yeah. and then you tell me who the bad guy is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bet. Um, yeah. But to go back to uh, Frank Fontaine, I think he's more chaotic evil. And I think. Andrew Ryan is more a lawful evil. Agreed. Mm. Um, totally as far as who's the most evil, I don't. I I honestly believe they're kind of fairly tied with that. Even though um, Frank Fontaine is manipulative, I think upon listening to the audio logs, uh, knowing that he like murdered the woman that he slept with, who is ultimately uh, the mother of the character you mm-hmm. play. Um, uh, the fact that he he basically wanted to build this utopia, but the utopia essentially is only for people who are in the upper class, as you said. Yeah. So his ideology is flawed there because he essentially wants to create the same thing that we already have, which is a capitalist system mm-hmm. where it oppresses people who are lower class, who are in the slums and living mm-hmm. in these terrible conditions. So of course they're going to want to rebel and like, that's where Frank Fontaine comes in. He exploits the fact that these people are oppressed and gives them this whole spiel of like, Oh, I'm going to, uh, we're going to rebel and, get you out of this because no one deserves to live like this sort of giving us this idea of like oh socialism Che Guevara let's rebel let's fight uh it's just it's amazing to me like how many ideologies are in this game in such a just a concise way um in a big part of this game too speaking of ideologies the power of choice yeah what are the choices you make and how do those choices affect the world you live in Thus being with the little sisters, you choose to mm. save exactly. or harvest little yeah. sisters, yeah, yeah, yeah. thus yeah. resulting in different endings uh-huh. of the game as well. And I think, yeah, it's a big moral thing uh, of this game is morality. And yeah, yeah, what is free will and what is morality? Like, do mm-hmm. you choose, even if you are on a path of one way, can you still choose to do good along the way? Yeah. Man, Powerful. I honestly think like, if we went back to grad school... <laughs> We could just do like a master's on this. Oh, I can talk <laughs> about this. Sure. Let's have a class. I wouldn't be surprised sh- if this game is in any in some class curriculum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. has yeah, for to sure. be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as basically when this game came out, it swept. It won the VGX Award for Game of the Year. It won the BAFTA Game Not Award for Best Game, VGX Award for Best Xbox 360 Game, and VGX Award for Best Original Score. This game is incredible. Oh man. Follow-up question: Is there any part of the game that you did not like? I uh, do yes. have a moment that I do have a part of the game I do not the, like. Right after you killed Andrew Ryan, it kind of went. It, like, it, it didn't go like, south, but it was like uh, the the build-up kind of. Right. It just yeah. 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 It, it kind of was, went south, and then the boss fight was okay, but it was whatever. But I still enjoyed yeah. the game all all throughout. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I still enjoyed the game too. 
My least favorite part is the escort mission. I am a gamer who does not like escort missions. Me in general, <laughs> I'm also uh, that little sister escort mission is unless you have all of the harpoons that can like you can set. Up. <laughs> I do it. I send my little sister over there. I'm like, great, harvest them. And I do electrified harpoon, electrified harpoon, electrified <laughs> harpoon. I create this trap around her. Yeah, rivet, I hated rivet, it. Rivet, rivet. No, like it's it like, gives yeah, me anxiety. It's mine, 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 mine. Yeah, because she dies so easily. And yeah. uh, I just I'm not a huge fan of escort missions. That's the one thing in this game that I'm just not a huge fan of i do like how you put on the big daddy suit and mm -hmm. i love the yeah, the acquiring of those pieces and you get to hear about the big daddy program but the escort mission itself is just the one thing that i'm not a huge fan of escort missions usually suck anyway, i agree mostly. with that <laughs> even yeah. if, if breath yeah. of the wild even breath of the wild the escort mission and breath of the wild <laughs> with the uh, the the little leaf the little leaf guy I got so mad so much else. flashbacks you say that. Leon, <laughs> Leon. <laughs> Oh crap! <laughs> I'll I'll try and find a picture of it. Um, Why are you way back there? <laughs> oh, I got my best friend into Bioshock. She fell in love with it. Uh, and then ne next summer at at Acon in Dallas, we cosplayed as Jack and Ryan. Uh, I was nice. Jack, and I did I did the electro bolt hand. Yeah. I wore a sweater in the middle of Texas. I rolled a cable net sweater. I painted a I painted a I found the wrench the and summer? I painted it. It was during the summer. Oh, it was man. during like the hot, humid Texas heat. Uh. She played yeah she played she played uh, Atlas. I was Ryan. I was Jack. Jack Ryan. She was Atlas. We actually she actually built radios that we put walkie-talkies so into cool. so they were oh, functional. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. Oh, and then sick. there was actually a guy walking around as Andrew Ryan at this Oh, my god! And so there's a picture of us that's where he's perfect. holding me, and I'm like, Dad, and he's got the golf club, <laughs> Which you and kindly. it's like, hooray. Uh, I'll find it. If I find a picture, if I can, I think I have some that's of these awesome. pictures of it somewhere. I will tweet them out on the – I'll share them with on the Hit Points podcast, or I'll tweet <laughs> yeah. them, and then Hit Points will retweet it. But, yeah, uh, Ken Levine retweeted my, my – my photo That's once. Awesome. I love Ken Levine. And then the other Twitter conversation I've had with him. Uh, so speaking of Bioshock Infinite, <laughs> the Lutest twins are my favorite characters of video games of all time. I love Lutest twins. They're based off of Rosencrantz and Goldenstern are dead. My favorite oh, player are, of all time. Are they the people with the tray? Yes, they are. Oh, okay. That's, that's the director gotcha, of gotcha. Rosencrantz and Goldenstern are dead. Uh, and so I love them. The Bioshock Infinite art book came out. Once you play the game, I highly recommend I'm going to lend you the art book. Okay. It's fascinating Dope. because it is very much like it was going to follow very similar to what Bioshock was. Mm -hmm. It was going to be a horror game. And Excellent. Uh, it's very cool what they imagined. But uh, I was like, oh, I'm so excited to see all the art of the Lutesses. There is <laughs> one photo of them. There's not even a page dedicated to them. Just one sketch of them in the entire art book. So I tweeted Ken Levine on Christmas Day because uh, that's when I got the book. I said, I'm really excited I got this book. How come <laughs> there is not a lot of art of the Lutesses? bummed and then he tweeted <laughs> he tweeted back he's like hey i'm so sorry like uh their their designs oh. were really finalized pretty early on but i really hope you enjoy the rest of the book and i'm like i just made ken levine tweet at me on christmas day i took him away from his family i'm a horrible person so i tweeted back being sorry. like thank you so much i really appreciate it i love your game uh but yeah i'm really curious to see what you think after infinite and then, yeah, with 2, 2 is a very interesting yeah. conversation. I hear well. 2 was developed by a different team. Well, yeah. see, 2, like it see, wasn't specifically Irrational Ken. Games does Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite with okay. 2K. Okay. 2K solely develops – 2K is mostly in charge of 2. Right. Okay. 2, though, Bioshock 2 and Infinite, though, have a lot of really interesting similarities, right. hmm. which is fascinating, but – Speaking of kind of like now the Bioshock now, 2K is once again the owner of the Bioshock property. Irrational Games kind of came apart. Mm -hmm. Now I believe it's Campfire Games. I think hmm. that's Ken Levine's new company. 
Um, do you think he's going to do another Bioshock? Uh, the reason why I don't think so, or I don't, I don't know. I think it's, if, if anything, hopefully 2K will bring him on to be an advisor. Mm. But I think because, I mean, the reason when Irrational Games closed, he very much said, like, we want to create these passionate games, but it's not financially sustainable uh, to create a game every seven years. Right. You mm. cannot do that as a big, as big of a company as we are. Mm. Um, let me just find that name of his current company. I really do hope that they bring him on in two game Ghost Story Games. Ghost Story Going Games is Ken Levine's uh, newest company, uh, is new game studio, hmm. and you can still buy Bioshock merch and stuff from their site. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 2K now kind of holds the big Bioshock property. There is the rumor that there is a new Bioshock game in development. What it will be yep. like, that's the big question. Especially if you played two. Mm-hmm. Right. You can kind of see what they the were car. going. It was like, okay, what is this what is this group's imagining of this? I which makes me really curious to see. I don't yeah. I don't remember <laughs> out of the three games, I don't remember two as well because I only beat it once and then I was done with it. And I played a little bit of multiplayer and I was like, eh, okay, whatever. And I I just moved on to two. Two is definitely very much like great. The first one was really good. How do we do that again? Yeah, yeah. it's that's what someone told story, me. It's just kind of repetitive. But how do we do it again? It's very cool because you get to play as a big daddy, which is a really cool and the storyline is very interesting. Like I said, the storyline is very similar to mm-hmm. Infinite, which is like and they developed it around the same time right separately Uh, bioshock 2 2, infinite 2 actually comes out pretty quickly afterwards it came out the same time when vegas came out i remember playing those at the same time new vegas fallout yeah Hmm. bioshock 2 comes out in 2010 okay i was a sophomore and then i remember i remember when infinite came out in college sophomore dude infinite came out when i was in college (laughs) it was sophomore in college but yeah oh yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) not not in high school no 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 (laughs) But uh, wow, yeah. Oh man, I still really want to cosplay a splicer from this. From this yeah, game, that's my big that cosplay cool. I want to yeah. do. Yeah. You should. Yeah. What's I, your favorite part of Bioshock? Ooh. Y'all start first. I've been talking a lot. I feel bad. <laughs> no, dude, you've been giving me so much info. You kidding me? Uh, oh, Arcane uh, Studios also did Bioshock too. Interesting. I really huh. liked uh, an Infinite. Uh, uh, wait, can't spoil Infinite. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the only the first one. Okay, cool. Bioshock. Yeah. <laughs> Bioshock. <laughs> a man chooses. More slave of praise. My kids. I really, in, the, in Bioshock 1, I thought the ending was really, really beautiful. Uh, well, which ending did you get? Yeah. Uh, I got the good one. Okay. I decided to, to save them. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, good. yeah good of course. Person, Naeem. They're little girls. Yeah, I know. And there's a mix ending, too. Yeah. If you just Even if you harvest one, one if, you, yeah. if you harvest one, you still get that weird mix ending. Yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's not different from the, that much different. I think the Tenenbaum, I think that's she Tenenbaum. does the voice. Yeah. yeah. She changes up her tone a little bit. It's just, yeah, it's just that's more like, true. It's yeah. the middle one is kind of like, nope, yeah. this wasn't very good. Whereas the bad one is just like, like, you're you terrible. You're terrible. With your army of little girls. <laughs> my cousin did that. I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> so you like the ending? Yeah, I thought it was really, really sweet. Okay. Oh, my favorite part was actually probably the part where you have to do weird stuff for that guy who was really into art. Sander Cohen! Yeah. I love Sander I was Cohen. like, that's, that whole part was just so wild I love to Sander me. Cohen. Did you kill him or did you let him live? Oh, yeah, of course okay. I killed him. Apparently, if you let him live, it alters your game a bit. I don't it know. does. Yeah. You can go find him later in the Rapture Apartments. What does he apartments. do? Uh, he, oh, I love that part. Uh, he basically is like, oh, you're here. Yeah. Come on in. And he has people dancing yes, in his apartment. Dang really? it! Awesome. I need to. I can you play it you now? You can fight him, and you can get there's like 
because if you kill him, you can get you can unlock his box yeah, in the Sander like, Cohen yeah. land. Uh, and I think I forget the name of the, his district is called. But then he has a, I think he has a different uh, power up in his apartment that oh, you can get. Okay, I need to replay it now. Yeah, I think there's also possibly an audio log there that yeah, you can is. get. Oh no, I need yeah. to get all the yeah. audio logs. It's yeah. really cool because I love choices like that where it really does affect the different. There's the different part of no the game you can find thing. them in. Yeah. Yep. He's Dang. he's playing a piano and he has a couple like dancing to his uh, his music. So it's pretty cool. It's Interesting. And yeah. he's yeah. like, "Why are you here, yeah. little moth? Yeah. Why are you back?" Yeah, but he'll just still play <laughs> unless you yeah. just stay there. Huh. Unless you shoot him. Yeah. But I think one of my favorite parts outside from that was is right at the beginning, or sort of, right before the first boss, where uh, you're going. I guess you're in a lab, or you're in one of the labs, and you go to like this toilet. And then you walk up to the <laughs> toilet, and then all of a sudden it just fogs up. Oh god! <laughs> and then you're you can't move. But after the fog clears, you turn around and things, and the guy's right in your face. Oh, <laughs> that's the dentist level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it. Nice I, always, oh, <laughs> I always do it now because I know it's there. I always turn around very, very slowly. And it's like, oh. He's just standing there. And then he's he just standing there, and then he swings at you. At you. Oh. Um, I really, yeah, for me, I think I, I love Sander Cohen. I love yeah. his whole level, especially when you fight to, uh, I believe it's the Waltz of the Flowers when he plays the Tchaikovsky score where it's like, oh, yeah. Doo, 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 doo. yeah. Uh, which is super duper funny to me. Um, I love the Andrew Ryan speech. And yeah. I, I think I really, Iconic. I think my favorite part of the game is honestly the beginning when you land in rapture and you're figuring everything out. And it's just like these kind of haunting images around mm. you, especially that first entrance, especially big statue. The, the big yeah. statue will not too when you kind of enter in that first big hall where you see, I think it's my, it's my desktop background at work where it's the, the, the dilapidated party scene where you start to first start to pick up the audio logs mm -hmm. from people and you really start uh, to figure out yeah. what's happened. Because there's also a moment there, too, where you see the woman cooing over the baby, and you mm -hmm. find out she's actually cooing oh, over gun. the gun. Yeah. yeah. And it's like rapture changed people. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I think there's so many great moments of this game. I love all the Tenenbaum stuff, too. I love mm -hmm. Tenenbaum's arc, how mm -hmm. you find out that – and just all the stuff she went through and how, like, yeah, she, she is the one person who's trying to um, – really save mm -hmm. rapture yeah, she yeah. was recruit she was recruited in the soviet union she was recruited young or something like that she was into science and they recruited her because she they saw her abilities the nazis mm -hmm. saw her abilities right. yeah. yeah they yeah. bring her in they're like oh and she gets super into genetics she's right. like why is mm, yeah. there's even a speech of, i played this game too many times why does this one do this and this one mm -hmm. does not do this i must figure it out so essentially she develops a little sister program but she realizes kind of this huge mistake that she's made. Yeah. And yeah. so her whole goal in there is, yeah, I just, I love, because her whole arc is interesting too. She helps you at the end. Fun fact, she actually does not have a character model in this game. She has a character model in Bioshock 2. But in this game, because you talk to her, she's kind of this Wait, shrouded. Wait, are you sure? She's, she's this shrouded figure in the mirror. She's actually a repurposed splicer. She does not have her own oh, specific character wow. model. Because when you find her after she rescues you and she pulls the because it's all like I pulled the I pulled the training out of your head. You're gonna feel really. That's when your health oh, is like yeah, cut in okay. half. Yes. You yes. see her smoking in a room and it's yeah. very noir. And yeah, she's I back saw that. Yeah. That's a splicer. Oh, that's one I didn't of, that's know one that. One of the elegant splicers. Okay. That's their wow. silhouette. They did not create a. They did not create a character model for her. Huh. 
but they do Fooled in two. And two, well, two also gets messy too because like one ends and then in two, it's, she's like, I'm still here. And there's a bunch of really cool people still in Rapture that are alive and not spliced. Yes. Yeah, uh, there are some very fun characters in two, but yeah, I just, I think, I think one is just the music that plays at the end of each level too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the whole Andrew Ryan speeches I think are so yeah. masterfully done. Like, and now the assassin has come to kill. What was your reaction <laughs> when you found out that Atlas was Fontaine? I remember because you fall into the room and you look at the wall and it says, would you kindly? I remember like, I think when they play, especially the clips, they, they play the rapids. Would you kindly, would you kindly, would mm-hmm. you kindly? You hear it in the audio legs. And of course it ends with, would you kindly head up to Ryan's office and kill that son of a bitch? <laughs> oh, SOB. Uh, that's the line from the game. <laughs> Uh, direct quote <laughs> direct quote but yeah I think it was that I dropped my controller and I was like oh <laughs> this game and then you follow up that I think yeah you're right you follow up that moment with this incredibly climactic moment <sighs> where Andrew Ryan who you realize is your father this whole time yeah. comes out and makes you kill him and like yeah. you as a yeah. player yeah. have an existential crisis yeah. you can't what have I been do doing it? this entire time you have to kill him <laughs> oh, and you just beat him with a, you beat him with this golf club, and I think yeah, it's yeah. interesting because it's like, where do you go from there? The game definitely because like that's a such a big pivotal moment that it's hard to kind of go back up to that kind of emotional level of a moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just the whole build up to that. Not a huge fan of a his face is his core. That's such a just like a oh, you have to go around that level, build the bomb. Yeah, and there's so much bad. There's so many big daddies you have to take down that level with like hardly anything. But um, but yeah, leading up to Andrew Ryan's office and that whole moment is just even just the lead up to his office. There's like no items there. There's really no decoration there. The yeah, music he, he is so soft and off, eerie. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, it's just it's so eerie and great. Yeah, I yeah. love it. It's great. I love this. Yeah. And they they went with the Irish accent too because they said in the testing it was more believable for people. Which I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, fair, valid. I wouldn't have believed that New York accent at all. Like this guy's up to something. And just yeah, his reveal and the audio logs, or just the, his audio reveal is so good too. Hmm. Okay, uh, I, I, well. I'll give it you. Sorry, I was reading this. Go ahead. All good. I think that's it. I think yeah. Like this has been. <laughs> we so can go on for hours, <laughs> but yeah. we yeah. won't. Only we have time today for uh, for questions, but we will save those questions for next week. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Cool. So apologies. We got really excited about Fire Emblem. We got really excited about Bioshock. <laughs> yeah. We got really excited talking about games. Uh, but yeah, we'll do all the questions next week. Thank you all so much for joining us. Tell us your thoughts and opinions on Bioshock. Have you played it? What did you like about the game? What did you not like about the game? Is this game, is it one of your favorites? How has it impacted you? We'd love to hear what you have to say as well. And if you have a different opinion, please share it with us. Don't be mm. afraid to say like, oh, I wasn't a huge fan of this game or oh, I actually didn't like this part. Because mm-hmm. like that really warrants creative discussion because we want to hear what your opinions are because that's what's so much fun talking about games Mm because everybody has their own opinions yeah yeah so yeah email those questions and remarks to refill your hit points at gmail.com and yeah be sure to follow us on twitter at uh hit points pod yeah. Really quick, where can everyone find you? Thanks for coming. Uh, on. yeah, you can find me on at riri underscore tv on Twitter. Um, you can also find me on the Mass Effect Eventum podcast that we have, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, yeah, everywhere now. Pretty much everywhere. Woohoo! Um, so definitely check it out. Episode three, episode one through three is currently available no, to listen. One and two, three is coming out. Uh, oh, let me backtrack that. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, episode. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to say that I've been wanting to do this for a while, but I changed my Twitter handle. What? Uh, what? <laughs> what? I've been wanting you to do that for so long. Yeah. So yeah, vicious fool though. I mean, we're gonna miss Trigun. You know? Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> changed your name. That's true. Well, I changed yeah. it, and then Cameron changed it, and then yeah. I'm trying to change mine to at Tanea Rivers, but somebody has it who's in an active. Do the Tanea like, Rivers? What? It's oh, the yeah. I did. Oh, you're yeah. right. Okay. I I changed my name to Naim B Stewart, my full name. <gasps> so it's wow. Bomani. At yeah. At Naeem B. Stewart I'm on so Twitter. I'm so jealous. Yes. <laughs> There's so many gosh darn Emily Rose, <laughs> Emily Jacobsons. There's even like two Emily Rose Jacobsons. <laughs> And there's even the person who is frankly underscore Emily on Instagram, too. I Because I have to wow. have extra underscore on Instagram. <laughs> it's very man. hard. Well, because Emily was the most popular baby name for gosh darn like three or four years even, in the 90s. Even the Emily Rose? Oh, yeah. It's oh, taken no. by it's taken wow, by your Emily. Your full name is taken. Emily Marples. <laughs> Let me look up Emily Rose Jacobson. <laughs> I don't think, oh. Well, I don't know if you could fit that. I don't think I can fit yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. Well, while we figure this out, guys, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening. <laughs> so follow uh, Naeem B. Naeem B. Stewart. Yeah. At Naeem B. Stewart. Yeah. And Congratulations. Oh, uh, thank you. I'm at frankly underscore Emily on Twitter with an extra underscore <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And at the Masvedo everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Man, nice. I'm so jealous of you people and your your very creative and unique names. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can find a way around it. Well, <laughs> hopefully next week we will find out if the serial <laughs> continues. Will Emily be able to change her Twitter handle? Dear Twitter, yeah. please give me please. this name. Well, until next time, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out, and we will see you all next week. And make sure to, you know, keep those hit points refreshed, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 bye.